Hey everybody, this is Alan Fine and I'm here with Donovan White who is the Director of Tourism for the Jamaica Tourist Board and we're going to do a deep dive in Jamaica. We're going to talk about everything you wanted to know, new developments and uh, connectivity all here on Insider Travel Report. We have so many great things to report but let's make sure that they realize that they can tell their their clients about it and that there should be no fear about any sort of um, State Department warning. This was not uh, a new warning. It's just an old warning that's been updated. Let's explain that. Well, um, <clears throat> the the um, U.S. State Department um, issues um, travel advisories um, periodically. Uh, they have, if you visit their site, there's over 200 um, um, travel advisories listing um, uh, more than 200 affluent countries around the world. Uh, so the current advisory on Jamaica at level three um, has been the same since early 2020, 2022 and has not changed. Um, and so uh, it's not a reissue. It's actually, um, it's just a re, it, it's just there. It hasn't changed. Right. Um, so uh, we're... The way they do it, it sort of pings the press and it's just, it's inappropriate. Well, I suppose anything coming from the State Department um, um, as with a new date would suggest that um, it, it, it has something has changed or something has happened um, differently. But uh, we, we, we've, Jamaica's maintained a very strong diplomatic relationship with the United States and we continue to do that. And um, those discussions are continuing to happen between our um, foreign affairs um, ministry and the State Department and um, we we know we're confident that um, the all the improvements we have continued to do and see um, in the destination um, will prevail over time. Um, only last week our Prime Minister um, the Honorable most Honorable Andrew Holness um, did make mention in a in an interview um, that um, you know we have tripled our investment in national security over the last five years. We've added more policemen to the police force. We've added a whole new um, uh, um, police training uh, for, um, for that is beneficial to the tourism area. We've created specially um, tasked areas within the tourism um, resorts for, for police officers to, to, um, to provide safety and security for not just Jamaicans, but also for visitors to the country. Um, you know, so I don't want to stress that this is normal. This is just continue investment in the destination it has nothing to do with any kind of warning. Absolutely, absolutely. And thanks for thanks for making that point because you're absolutely correct. It's part of um, the continued development and evolution of our society, um, and we continue to to do that. We continue to be proud of the product we provide to to the world that has allowed us to bring. 4.1 million visitors to Jamaica last year, um, spending um, 4.3 billion U.S. dollars in um, in tourism spend. So uh, we we understand the the business of tourism and what it's and what it involves and what it means to the Jamaican economy. And we are going to continue to do what's right to protect it and to provide um, the services that it provides to visitors to the country, but also the, the benefit that it gives to the Jamaican economy. And you just rattled off those numbers, but you actually beat 2019 numbers last year. We did. Um, so our new record high would be 4.1 million visitors to the, to the island. Uh, we're very proud of those numbers. We've been trying since, um, since we entered post-COVID 
um, return of travel to to um, to best those numbers. Uh, we did that in 2023, um, and all indications suggest that we will continue to to grow. Um, um, last year was a huge growth year um, at 16% growth over 22 and 7% growth over 2019. Um, we anticipate that the growth numbers will slow um, because that's what happens with growth. You have a huge growth year and then you you taper off and you grow organically from there. Um, but we are confident that um, our growth will be sustained because we are continuing to have new investment in in our tourism product. We have over 2,000 new rooms being opened in 2024. Um, we're anticipating about 15,000 new rooms over the next five to seven years. Um, with new rooms come new airlift. Um, new airlift carry um, increased visitors, increased visitors spend more, spend more the economy benefits. So it's a, it's a, it's a cycle that we understand that we have um, continued to, um, to nurture and to build on. And we believe that we're on a good success path that we can continue to grow. Let's get a, a close-up on that airlift and the connectivity. Uh, there are airlines that are, are almost partners with you. Let's talk about the, the – it, you can't have growth without people being able to get there. So, so let's talk about that for a moment. Yeah, we, we, this winter that we're in now, January to April, uh, we have from the United States alone 1.1 million um, air seats committed to the destination. Um, that's a growth of about 121,000 seats over last year. Um, that's massive growth. Um, we will have uh, new services from American Airlines flying out of Miami into um, Ocherius, which is our third airport um, um, in the Ocherius area starting February 24th. Um, we're so excited about that because that opens up a whole new opportunity for arrivals into Jamaica. Um, um, we have Frontier also coming out of um, Cleveland um, starting March 9 as well. Um, so that's, that's on the new side. And we continue to work with all our airline partners um, um, assiduously to, to, to continue to mold and, and expand those relationships um, because we understand that as we continue to grow, they're continuing to see opportunities um, with us uh, and we want to make sure that we're we're continually um, you know working with them to 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 see these opportunities early uh, so there are no drop balls and there's no missed um, missed opportunities um, and um, so far so good we are looking forward to meeting with them obviously at roots um, in Colombia uh, in March um, that's going to be a huge opportunity for us again um, because, as I said, 20, 2024, adding 22,000 new rooms requires yeah. close to about another 250,000 more seats. Right. Um, so those are big negotiations that we have to um, um, get on top of. And then for 2025 and onwards, we're going to be adding probably close to the same 2,000, 3,000 rooms every year for the next five, seven years. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a big... It's a big time for us for tourism in Jamaica and indeed the wider Caribbean, of course. Now, when you're bringing in that many people, you've really thought it, they've thought it really completely through because now when you get to the airport, mm -hmm. you've made it f less friction. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, the, our airport expansions have been going apace for the last two years. Um, started with the uh, expansion of the runways, 
um, expansion of the uh, check-in areas, expansion of the departure areas, departure lounge areas. The one in Montego Bay is absolutely fantastic mm -hmm. with the opening of the new Bob Marley restaurant in that area, mm -hmm. uh, which is quite interesting. Um, but what we've done in recent weeks is we've added eight e-gates um, in the arrival area, in the immigration hall to be exact. And what that has been able to, what we've been able to achieve with that is a faster processing of the travelers coming in to reduce the number of queues and lines. Right. So um, let me just say e-gates, e-electronic, being able to do it ahead of time online. Right. And so before the e-gates, we introduce the online immigration declaration form. Um, that is now tied into the e-gates. So when the traveler f completes the immigration form before leaving their host destination, um, when they get to Jamaica, um, they're queued into a kiosk, which they then enter their, they put in their passport information. Everything that they entered online would have come up. Once it's correct, they get a ticket. Once the ticket is green, they go through the e-gates and no friction, no processing. You get, on, get, onto the, get onto the beach and get your pina colada. Exactly. Like every other system, of course, if the information is incorrect that was entered, um, then you'll have to make an adjustment, which will then give you an X on your ticket, which means you'll have to see an agent to, to be cleared into the destination. So it's, it's no different from, from, from um, the technology-enabled um, immigration processes that are around the world, including um, the ones in the United States. So um, we are, we're moving a pace with technology where that is concerned because that's the fastest way we believe we can smooth out the process and allow for travelers into the country to have a hassle-free experience getting in and getting out. And then as we sweep past the airport, now we're talking about how quickly you can get to a hotel and then new hotel development. Yeah. The new hotel developments, we have um, Princess um, Hotel will open its doors for the first time in Jamaica um, in May of this year with a thousand rooms. Um, Rio Acrel will open its brand new hotel in Trelawney um, in, in May as well, um, 745 rooms. And we have Unico, which is a new brand to Jamaica as well, um, currently being built in Montego Bay, three, four, I think 345 rooms, um, scheduled for opening either very late this year or early next year. Um, that's gonna be a fantastic property. Um, and there are several other expansion and developments that are in train that I will talk about at a later, a later date um, that are more scheduled for 2025 and 2026. Um, but there's lots of exciting things happening on the investment side um, of Jamaica because we, we, we firmly believe uh, that as we continue to expand, and this is part of the vision of Minister Bartlett really, I have to give him his credit where credit is due um, because he, he certainly believes that the, the welfare of the workers of the industry, especially the hotel worker, um, has to be taken into consideration as we continue to expand and develop. And what, what he's been able to, to, to argue for and negotiate with our investors around is the inclusion of um, housing developments as part of their hotel developments so that the workers of their hotels can have um, more suited accommodation closer to their work environment. Um, that is also um, scheduled to, to go apace as well with some of our new developments. This is a form of sustainability. I mean, we sometimes think about it as 
garbage. How do we? But it's but it's about sustaining so that tourism doesn't hurt. Correct. It is it is absolutely part of the sustainable um, tourism approach, which is to ensure that um, the the workers are. Um, you know, living more, living better, living more comfortable and closer to, to, to work. Um, things like training and and and, um, and and development and certification becomes um, part then an easier path to 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 achieve because the worker is more comfortable. They're closer to work. They're traveling less. Um, you know, so it's part of the whole cycle of um, improving service. Uh, improving training, improving service, improving the the customer um, or the visitor experience, and therefore improve the opportunities for those visitors to come back again and to tell people about Jamaica, um, which then gives us the sustainability of being able to to grow um, um, over future years. So, um, it as you rightly said, it's a very thought out process around how we can continue to not just sustain growth, but sustain growth in a way that is beneficial to the ecosystem of Jamaica and to the benefit of all Jamaicans. There's even more to it. We're going to talk about roads in a moment, but I do want to say for those of you with a Rolodex of people who travel to the Caribbean and and they want to gamble, at a later date, keep watching this space because uh, there may be hotels that are going to have casinos. Absolutely. Um, it is it is part of the pathway um, forward in terms of some of the new developments. Um, the um, casinos are, you know, part of our space in terms of tourism globally. Um, and Jamaica will have um, in coming years um, hotels that offer casino as as a service um, to their guests. Part of the amazing planning is you've got to go from the airport to the hotel and also the locals, uh, again, it's sustainability when you upgrade roads. Let's talk about that. So we, we the government of Jamaica, um, <clears throat> led by the Prime Minister, of course, the, the most honorable Andrew Holness, um, has embarked on a program of uh, the continued expansion of the highway networks um, that connect and interconnect Jamaica. Um, and most recently, we opened the Southern Coastal Highways from um, the Harborview Roundabout, which is just um, three miles away from the Kingston Airport, Kingston International Airport, Norma Manley, um, to Portland. Uh, that is particularly interesting because what it will do, it will allow for the for new expansions to take place um, in St. Thomas and Portland. Um, from a touristic perspective. Portland is long long regarded as one of the most beautiful places on earth. Um, And so to be able to have faster access um, from the airport into the the town of Port Antonio um, is going to be beneficial to tourism um, any way you take it. Um, And that will open up the the access to investors and investment um, in those regions. Um, we also expanded the same South Coastal Highway <clears throat> in the other direction towards the Midlands of Jamaica, um, which then connects you to the southern coastline of Jamaica, which then connects you into Negril. Um, so there's lots of thoughts being given to that. There's also um, uh, plans uh, to expand the northern coastal highway from Ocherius all the way to Negril as well to reduce the traffic um, um, buildup and that obviously affects 
the commute of 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 of, of road travelers, uh, which includes both locals as well as um, tourists, whether they're traveling by bus or by rent a car. Um, you know, so we want to free up the arteries across the country so that the highways become a more accessible, but b that you can move from point A to point B um, in a more timely fashion. So um, all of this is is given consideration, and all of, the, all of this is being undertaken by the by the government of Jamaica. Um, not just again, not just for touristic purposes, but obviously for the benefit of all Jamaicans who use our roads. And soon you'll have the problem other destinations have, which is. Stop going to where everyone goes. Go to the less traveled places. Mm, absolutely. And you can get there so easily yeah. now that you have more access. Now, we can't talk about Jamaica without talking about Jamaican events. <laughs> well, you know, event, event marketing and event tourism has become a real big um, <clears throat> area of focus, especially since COVID. I think that um, across the world, people are looking for new and different things to do, new and different reasons to travel. And events is certainly, <clears throat> excuse me, part of that equation. And so Jamaica has a, a wide variety of events that happens every year um, on island. And we are seeing more and more travelers coming in specifically for events. Um, three weeks ago, we had the Rebel Salute event in St. Anne. Um, which is a 30-year-old event um, that happens every every January in Jamaica. Um, right now, in February, February is um, is Reggae Month. It's also the Love Month of mm -hmm. Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. It's Reggae Month uh, because we wanted to create an opportunity to celebrate the impact of reggae music on the world, on the world of popular music. Um, both Bob Marley and Dennis Brown, two sons of Jamaica, two stars of Jamaica, two stars of the world, really, of music, um, were born in February as well. And we celebrate their birth on the 1st and the 6th. Um, uh, and there is a tremendous amount of events that are curated throughout the month um, during Reggae Month in February. In March, um, you know, we have the Coffee Festival, which is brainchild of Minister Bartlett that happens in the Blue Mountains um, where coffee we're the only place in Jamaica where coffee truly grows um, we have in April a carnival in Jamaica um, in May there are a number of events that happen um, on the back end of April into May like the BRT weekend um, best weekend ever um, oh, I could go on and on there's a reggae sum fest in July there's dream weekend in August um, you know, there is so many opportunities for travelers to go on our website, visitjamaica.com, go to our events page and just scroll down through our events calendar for the year from January to December. And I guarantee you'll find something there that you will you'll want to send your, your, your travelers to. You've got to know that the Dream Weekend is five nights, 25 parties. That is that is exactly right, and like I said earlier, um, <clears throat> the promoters of Dream Weekend only recently um, published on Instagram uh, that certain tiers of their ticketing is already sold out for August, um, and and so you know we're excited about that kind of development because it shows that um, people are not only um, you know coming to Jamaica for the beach to lie on the beach and and have a pina colada or have a a rum and coke uh, they they want to come to Jamaica because they want to go out 
into the destination and explore and do different things. And we are excited about that and we want to encourage that. And then for the advisors who have clients that are into film tourism, Jamaica is the place. It absolutely is the place. Um, uh, in 2023, we had um, th two, two big films that were um, that, that included Jamaica. Um, the, the migration film, which was about the ducks that migrated south um, to Jamaica. And the second one, of course, is the big one, which is Paramount's um, production of Bob Marley, One Love, which is the biopic on, um, you know, truly one of the, if not the uh, most recognizable um, mega music stars of the 20th century, um, of the 21st century, rather. And um, we are happy to, to, to call him a son of Jamaica and to... to um, the way he celebrated Jamaica um, as a as a as an artist and as a as a human being um, was quite noble, and I think it came out in the movie. I encourage um, everyone to go out and see the film. It opens on Valentine's Day in the U.S. Um, and it I've 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 been privileged to to see the premiere of it, and I can tell you it's 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 worth going to see. If you're a Bob Marley fan, you'll want to see this movie. And also, uh, if there's as long as there are James Bond films, there will always be Jamaica featured. Absolutely, it's where he wrote all his novels. It's where, whenever there's a James Bond film, there's always reason to, to um, shoot um, scenes of the movie in Jamaica. And we, 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 we love that partnership with um, with the producers of that, um, of that series and um, we we sequel and we, we look forward to the next one. There's so much more to talk about, but I want to just skip ahead and and how do we get travel advisors involved you already mentioned the the website is everything there i know the calendar's there uh so let's give that to them again well visit jamaica.com is the home for all things um tourism in jamaica um uh, we are continually expanding um that site and its capabilities we've recently added a chatbot um as part of our including ai in our execution of of keeping people informed um training obviously you know if you go there and you ask a question you'll get a response and if you don't get a response immediately um, you know we you can leave a message there is a message board and we'll come back to you we are very focused on servicing the needs of not just the travel agents but the needs of travelers around the world who want information about Jamaica and so that's our focus and that's what we've um, we've tried to do over the last five years and we're, we've had quite a bit of success with doing that, and we're going to continue to to focus on making Jamaica um, the most accessible destination in the Caribbean, um, not just by airlift, but also by the service that they get entering the country, leaving the country, moving about in the country. It's part of what we mean when we say um, um, safety security and seamlessness are the three S's that we pride ourselves on in terms of ensuring that we deliver destination assurance. I had to tell you, it was very inspiring to hear all the thought that's gone into this. It's not just a great destination, it's a thoughtful one. It is. We try, we try to be. We, try, we certainly try to be. Thank you for talking to us. You're most welcome. And this is Alan Fine for Insider Travel Report.